This CC World episode is titled Leveraging Lean Startup in Established Organizations. I'm your host, Gérard Metraillet, and I'm a C-level leader with an extensive software and SaaS background. This is the place where I share new ideas, different perspectives, as well as learnings I've made over the years related to strategy, leadership, products, marketing, and more. And as you will quickly notice, I'm trying out a different format for this episode. So let's get into it. As organizations mature and become more complex, aversion to risks increases, resulting in a slower decision process. Yet the world around is not standing still, and the speed of change continues to accelerate. Nimble young businesses, who live by the lean startup approach of building, measuring and learning, move from nothing to a product customers love in what appears, at least from an established company perspective, in virtually no time. If both have strategic clarity around the vision, startups leave established organizations in the rearview mirrors because they optimize for simplicity and velocity. Startup practice the lean methodology to avoid spending time on things that ultimately won't deliver value. They prevent waste by learning where they are wrong early and quickly. Mastering simplicity and velocity requires practice. This episode will provide you a mental model with tools to help organizations of any age and size to focus on what matters and get the answers faster. It is inspired by sources such as Eric Ries's book, The Leader's Guide, and Pivotal's associated workshop organized in 2016. An accompanying written article is available at ccworld.ca forward slash predictions, and it guides you through the steps in written format. As a side note, I am here referring to products, but the same steps can be applied to services, companies, go-to-market strategies, geographical expansions, and much more. This framework can also be used in a group setting with all the key stakeholders collaborating and engaging actively. Let's start with predictions. As we consider the strategic clarity around the vision, we naturally form expectations, assumptions and hypotheses related to the customer's operational execution or timelines, just to name a few. All these are predictions and we need to be mindful of them. Too often, we make a quote-unquote prediction after the fact. Yet the importance of learning from being wrong is where the actual value of predictions reside. And this is where you come in. I would highly recommend you pause this episode now and grab a pen and paper. Ready? Here's your first exercise part of this episode. List as many relevant assumptions as possible in three to five minutes considering your product. Think about everything you already believe about your product. List your predictions for the future. List everything expected from a product feature set. Who are your key audiences? What is your strategy for growth and success? Two 
main categories of assumptions should emerge from a product perspective? The first is around technical assumptions. They are about the design and creation of the product, the features, the requirements, customer requests, specifications, usability, reliability, and feasibility. You should also consider how your product delivers value to the customer once they begin using it. Commercial assumptions are about what customers or partners want. Consider customers, forecasts, marketing strategies, distribution channels, sales plans, competitors, and your partners. What are your growth hypotheses? How will new customers discover your offering? How will early adopters help spread awareness? What are your plans for scaling? Do you need more time to go through all this list and setting up your three to five minutes? I'll just press the pause button and I'll be happy to wait here for as long as you need. Congratulations. Now read through the lists you just created slowly. Take a moment with each assumption to consider that maybe, just maybe, you're wrong. When you find that thought which makes you uncomfortable, circle it. Remember that the pause button is your friend for more time. Through this process, you will find that a handful of assumptions are hidden among well-established facts and straightforward deductions, and that they require courage to state. And by the way, you just circled some of them. These are the ones you want to focus your attention on. The trick is now to take these circled assumptions and rewrite each of them in the form of a prediction. The format is as following. If I do X, then Y will happen. Think about why those predictions make you uncomfortable. What would be the impact if you were wrong? How will you prove that these predictions are correct? Simply press pause until you are ready to go to the next section. Now we are looking at ways of gaining proof. The Lean Startup Framework is designed around the build, measure and learn loops, iterating through an idea to become a minimum viable product that generates data. Yes, the mythical MVP. You are looking for evidence to guide decision-making as quickly as possible. And the best evidence you can get is by asking customers to exchange something of value. Seeking proof for our predictions help us understand if we are on the right path or need to change. It also allows us to better understand your customers, identifying what is important to them. Therefore, in the context of this framework, proof is the measured customer action. We therefore need to identify way, ways to have the customer exchange something of value with you. It can be time, money, reputation. The book Testing Business Ideas in the Business Can Model Canva Collection has plenty of examples on how to gather proof. Drawing from the key predictions you've listed earlier, let's rephrase these in a format that will allow you to gather proof from the people you hope will find enough value in your products to make some investment in them. 
This time, use the following format to rewrite, rewrite your list of predictions. If we do X, my customer will do Y. You've got five more seconds to press that pause button. Now it's time to simplify. By now, your list of customer-centric and provable predictions is taking shape and might even appear a little daunting. Going through each key prediction one by one, focusing on the following. Take one minute to write down all the things that need to be done to prove the prediction. List every step, feature, activity, supplier, approval needed. How long will it take? How expensive? How many people are required to validate that prediction? Something tells me that in established organizations, Seemingly straightforward predictions will take months and large teams to validate, if you can get approval in the first place anyway. Depending on the number of circled predictions, you might need a few more minutes to go through the list. So to paraphrase creators on YouTube, smash the pause button and keep the ideas going. On each key prediction, the next step is to consider the following. Think about what you need to learn and consider how you could get a good enough result in half the time, in two weeks, or even two days, with no extra team members. What's the worst that could happen if you do this experimentation in a crappy way? What might you learn if you do it that way? Remember that the goal is not perfection in answer. It's to increase the confidence level enough so that you can uncircle that assumption from the uncomfortable ones. The goal of simplifying is to ensure we don't waste time and skills over delivering features that are unimportant to the customer to, do, to actually validate the prediction. That's why you hear startups focusing on this MVP. Simplifying enables us to invest our skills, values, and intuition into work that truly matters. Just be ruthless and think Yagni. You ain't gonna need it anyway. Pause here if you need more time to go through that process. And now we can learn. You now have a list of critical predictions that require proof and an idea on how you can validate things in a matter of days. Many methods and tools exist to iterate on the learnings. Strategizers provides valuable tools in their series of books around the business model canvas. One is the combination of a test card and a learning card. You describe your prediction on the test card before you conduct your experiment. You consider how critical it is, your plans for testing the assumption and how expensive and complex it will be. The metrics you will gather how much time it will require to collect, and finally, the criteria for success. Remember the customer-centric way of writing your prediction above, please. The learning card to be completed after you conducted your experiment will include a description of the prediction you looked at, what you observed with a reliability indication, lessons and insights gathered, 
and next step decisions actions plan. Remember that lean metrics measure movement towards the goal and need to be actionable, accessible, and auditable. Therefore, the best metrics are understandable and comparable. They are either a rate or ratio. They are, indicated, they are indicating behavioral change. Ultimately, if a metric doesn't impact your decision-making, it's a bad metric. This part of the framework will obviously take more than a few minutes, so the best is you carve out some time in the coming days to start learning. Based on validating your predictions through this process, you will be in a much better position to pivot or persevere, delivering products handcrafted with care to delight customers. That's all for this episode. An in-depth version of this episode is available in written form at ccworld.ca forward slash predictions. Thanks to all the feedback I've received, I always love hearing from you. Send me an email to podcast at ccworld.ca with feedback, questions, and topics that you might want to get covered in an upcoming episode. ccworld.ca is also the website where you can subscribe and share this podcast. I would also greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review in your favorite listening app. And now for a short disclaimer. The views and comments expressed in this podcast are my own and do not necessarily represent my past, current and future employers' positions, opinions, products or strategies. Thanks so much for listening.